BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Degens, it is Friday, February 16th. Not much to bet on today, but we'll talk about something. I'm Mad Max joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm glad to have the weekend here. I, you know, I got up to my destination, started looking uh, for stuff to bet on. There's, no, there's nothing to bet on. There's, not a, there's no basketball, one hockey. Uh, we've got a special request from one of our... Um, Loyal degenerates, Max Chris, to look at some college basketball. So I picked up a few of those that we can talk about. But I hope you brought some topics because there ain't shit to bet on today. When all else fails, Six Panther, you bring the NFL. That's what Football, you do. Football, every day. Every day until late August when it actually is back. I have in front of me, for those of you that... Subscribe to The Athletic. You might have seen this. For those of that that don't, uh, join the asylum, and I'll give you a, a good hint on how to read their articles. <laughs> I hope they're not listening. Uh, they'll shut it down. All right. What I have for us right now is the early NFL power rankings for 2024 from The Athletic. Sex Panther, would you like to guess who number one is? The number one team going into next year. Got to be the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Until proven otherwise, it is indeed the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, here's the scary thing, by the way. Uh, 2020, Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. The Miami Heat made the finals. Last year, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Miami Heat made the finals. Are we predicting a Heat finals again uh, this year and then possibly even next year? So, Kansas City, stop. Celtics, Celtics need to get to the finals. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City, number one. And your runner-up in the NFL Super Bowl San Francisco 49ers they're ranked number 2. Now, I don't know if you saw this they fired their defensive coordinator Panthers. He was the scapegoat for the Super Bowl. That was it. The Shanahan fired their defense coordinator. Now, I wonder if this is the the key to defense coordinators in San Francisco. If you don't get hired as a head coach to another team, then you're going to get fired. Is that it? Because uh Salo was the off- uh defensive coordinator in San Francisco. He got hired. And, of course, D'Amico Ryans was the defense coordinator, and he got hired. So I guess now if you don't get hired, you're going to get fired. 
They're looking at uh, Brandon Staley maybe as the replacement there in San Francisco. Um, I don't know how much blame he gets for what it, it, it's not just the Super Bowl, right? I pointed out going into the Super Bowl, the defense was very lackluster uh, in their two games leading up to that game, uh, giving up 52 points in those two games. So I guess there has to be a scapegoat, but I don't like it. That 49ers defense was pretty stout all season long. Something went wrong um, against better competition. But uh, Brandon Staley, maybe he's one of those guys that is better as a coordinator than he is a head coach because the head coaching thing in in, uh, L.A. for the Chargers did not work out very well. Number three, a team that I absolutely love, and they've got $47 million in cap space. They have their offensive coordinator coming back. He's didn't take the job in Washington. That is our beloved Detroit Lions at number three. Oof. I mean, I like the Lions, and they they showed a lot. They're banging on that door, but I got a hard time having them in front of Baltimore. Number four, the Baltimore Ravens. (laughs) I guess we're destined for a repeat, right? They they, they think the final final four will repeat. Yeah, there you go. Baltimore Ravens, number four. Number five, another team we absolutely love. Well, a quarterback we absolutely love. And speaking of D'Amico Ryans, number five, the Houston Texans. That's too much. I I love C.J. Stroud. I love D'Amico Ryans. I, I like the direction the Texans are going. That's too high. I don't know, man. When you start, uh, and when you look at number six as well, you're going to say the same thing about number six. But when you think about some of the teams that were there, you, you like I'll go through the playoff teams and you tell me how much confidence you might have in them uh, to to make it again or or to be like I really think that a Houston team is definitely uh, one of the better teams and number six the Green Bay Packers. I get it. Uh, they started off really slow, but Jordan Love that offense like they showed us something. That defense uh, we talked we ended up towards the end of the season talking about that Packer defense more than we had the entire season. I get it that this team wasn't just Aaron Rodgers. I think that if they can get him a big play wide receiver that Green Bay has kind of had for like the last two decades, they could get an elite wide receiver to go with that team. I get it. I'm still I'm still waiting on you to get to a team that didn't even make the playoffs that needs to be in the top ten. I, we, we, I think we will, but – not as high as you think, and from what I'm hearing, they're going to lose their running back. I, I I believe we're on the same page, but we'll keep going ahead. Here's a team that I think m- might have a significant drop-off, especially because their starting quarterback's cap hit went from $18.6 million to $47 million, and that's the Buffalo Bills. Number seven, the Buffalo Bills. I think they, they drop off even more than that. I think they do, and they've, they've been the epitome of inconsistent. We like them. Every year, we talk about Josh Allen. We talk about that offense. They still have no real assemblance of a running game. Their defense is just mediocre now. Um, I don't know how they get better. Like they, they could just very well be a really good team that's never going to be able to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. It seems like a like history repeating itself. Only they couldn't even make the Super Bowl. Like you know, what was it? Oh for four, right? Um, right. 
Number eight, the Cleveland Browns. Of course, they'll have Deshaun Watson coming back. They'll have Nick Chubb coming back from their injury. The problem is they are $20 million over the cap. So with that great defense, with the uh, you know running back coming back, they need to shed some salary. So I like the Browns, but I do worry about their cap situation because they paid a lot of money for a quarterback that they absolutely overpaid for. I mean, they bought, probably all they have to do is restructure the contract, give them a big, fat, stupid signing bonus that doesn't go against the cap, and then they're under the cap. I, I don't know what else they can do except trim expensive talent, and then we're going to drop them in the rankings if they do that. I get it. I get this team. We saw what they did with Joe Flacco. And Deshaun Watson, I mean, let's not remember. Let, let's not forget how good he was in Houston. Like, the kid's got immense talent, but – he can't stay on the field, and they're going to need him to stay on the field if they're going to generate any kind of rhythm and consistency with that offense. I get the love, but I don't like them better than the other Ohio team. Uh, be prepared for some very annoying talk all season about number nine because the questions will keep coming up. Do you pay the man or not? Number nine, the Miami Dolphins. Tua on his final year of his contract. So big question, Panther. Do you pay the man or not? Um, are you blaming all the failures? Like, it's just one of those things. You you rage about Tua when you have your success, but then you blame Tua when you have your failures, when you swing and miss. Well, I think you ought to keep him then. I mean, are you looking for somebody who's just going to be fucking perfect you've got to build a team build a defense build a game plan that when two is not a he's just b minus that um you know you can fix that so i i think they keep him finally what you've been waiting for as i mentioned um they might be without their top running back i saw this yesterday uh offense coordinator brian callahan of course is gone but the big the big thing is, if Joe Burrow can come back, how do you not love the Bengals? And here they are at number 10. Finally, we get to Cincinnati, and I get the question marks, but man, when Joe Burrow is on the field, how is this not one of the... I mean, kudos to Detroit and Baltimore, but they're one of the top four teams in the league. Like, I think we want to see Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. I think that is what fans that aren't even fans of the Chiefs and the Bengals want to see this. We saw this matchup brewing over a couple years. We've had two down years of Joe Burrow. But, man, when Joe Burrow plays, the Bengals are an absolute force. Uh, pretty sure this is the team you were talking about. They might have some questions at the running back position. But, hey, running backs don't matter. Just go get another one. Joe Mixon's getting up there in age anyway. Just get Joe Burrow on the field. Protect him. And the Bengals are going to be in the AFC Championship against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. It seemed that um, they lost their defense coordinator because he actually took a head coaching job. Uh, and they'll um, they'll try to run it back. They won the NFC East last year. The Dallas Cowboys at number 11. Uh, big questions, of course, over Dak Prescott, really. Is, is, is he able to get his team over the hump? Um, this is not Dallas Cowboys hate. Like, uh, you know, Cowboys fans want to say that we hate on the Cowboys. No, we speak cold, hard truths. And the cold, hard truth is you had a guy in Tony Romo who was a very good quarterback but couldn't get it done. 
And I think you got a guy in Dak Prescott who's a very good quarterback and can't get it done. Dallas and Miami are the same teams to me. They've got immense talent. They've got good enough coaches, but they get fat off of cupcake schedules. And then once they get to the playoffs and have to go against good teams, they get slapped in the face. The Dallas Cowboys, I mean, this has been their M.O. for a while now. This is a really good team with a really good defense. Dak's a fine quarterback. He's got talent around him. McCarthy's a Super Bowl winning head coach. I, I don't know. I don't know what to point the finger at. Like they check all the boxes. I know you're not a big fan of McCarthy, but you get rid of McCarthy, who you replace him with. It's the same fucking team. They can't get over the hump. I don't know what their problem is. I don't know what to point the finger. You get rid of Dak Prescott and bring in who? You're gonna start over with a rookie? You want to send Dak to Miami and bring Tua into Dallas? I don't know. I just feel like. They just are who they are, and they're not going to get over that hurdle, which is the better teams. Yeah, they do have to have a number one overall pick as a backup quarterback. I'm just saying, waiting <laughs> in the wings, they they have a number one overall quarterback. So um, maybe, maybe it's his turn. He did so great in San Francisco. I still remember that shitty rain game against uh, Chicago. Possibly one of the worst games ever. Anyway, number 12. Here's a team uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, everyone they have is, is, is to note, the main players, under contract. And for the first time in a long time, they've got $27.7 million in cap space. Now, you got to worry about the age of their quarterback. But he looked pretty fucking good. When he was healthy last year, he looked pretty fucking good. And that is my Los Angeles Rams at number 12. You know, this is a Rams team that I don't think we we put up there with the elite. But then it comes game day, and you start saying Rams versus Chiefs. They can play with them. Rams versus Ravens, play with them. I don't think there's a team that the Rams can't play with. And we've seen that the wider seat, I mean, the combination of Cup and Nakua is about as good as any combination of two wide receivers. The importance of Kyron Williams can't be understated, but Matt Stafford, like this guy is just a gamer. When we talk about that, it factor, those guys that will just go out and win. You look at him, he looks like a goofy nerd that probably plays a lot of PlayStation, but you get that guy on the field. He is a leader. He's a warrior. I like, I love Stafford. And if he could play 17 fucking games, Rams are a really dangerous team. I can only hope, and I know he'd be an expensive backup because uh, he could be a starter on many teams. I can only hope that uh, somehow the Rams can get Gardner Minshew as the backup there. I would feel so much better about life if Minshew was the backup and not Carson fucking Wentz. Just saying. You can work a deal for Jared Goff. Jared Goff, bring him home. Oh, God. Uh, number 13, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to uh, try to uh, see uh, if they can uh, sign Baker Mayfield. That's the big question right there, right? Um, they they need to get him. From what I understand is he's willing to take a, a little bit of a hometown discount to stay with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. However, there could be teams out there that are just willing to shell out money to bring in Baker, Baker, touchdown maker. Uh, Bucks, man, surprising team. Baker had a great season. Number 13, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they absolutely need to sign Baker Mayfield. He had his best season of his career. 
I think the city has embraced him. I think he, he wants to be there. Um, even if they have to take, you know, a little bit of a pay cut, I think it's in his best interest. There's no, as long as they don't draft anybody, he doesn't have any competition that that's his team. That's his job. So they give him a three-year deal. Um, I like it. I tell you what's getting me though. You're going through this list. There's a team you haven't said, and it's uh, really, uh-huh. it's, really it's a head scratcher. It's, head. it's a head scratcher, I know, and they're coming up in two spots because number 14 is the Indianapolis Colts, of course, hoping to bring Anthony Richardson back from injury healthy. They did have Gardner Minshew as a, a, a great backup there. Uh, of course, Richardson going to live in that shadow of C.J. Stroud uh, for his entire career, I'm sure. But uh, what we saw from Richardson – he looked pretty good. The problem is um, durability. He did some boneheaded stuff on the field, like RG3-ish type of stuff that was just risky. Uh, I, I don't know if he is the quarterback of the future there in the Colts be, just because of health. Uh, I think he's a talented guy. Number 14, the Colts. i tell you what, if he is, if he is healthy, and I mean, it's one year, what, to a couple games, he didn't, we have no real blueprint to go off of rookie mistakes i'm not going to judge him on that everybody i mean fuck there's veterans that make mistakes so i'm not going to judge the colts on richardson but what i will judge them on this is a black and blue team this is a hard nose tough team the defense is stout the offensive line is fantastic the running game is good the wide receivers are good enough if richardson can stay healthy and be just a little bit more than a game manager. Like, we need him to be able to run the ball and make really good throws. This Colts team, he could be right there. Here you go, number 15. And 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 this, to me, is the overreaction of the year, athletic. I mean, I, I'm reading what you're saying about this. They, they basically say is a case could be made that this team could be anywhere on this list which is just shocking that you would say this about number 15, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're right. I mean, we could have the Philly. If you, if you would have read the Philadelphia Eagles at number five, I probably wouldn't have had a problem with it. Um, but I kind of do have a problem with them being this low. Like I can't have them below Tampa. I can't have them below Indianapolis. I get it. Tampa Bay beat them in the playoffs, but they know what their problem is. They can fix the problem. This is essentially the same team that went to the Super Bowl just a year ago that fell apart, defensively fell apart. Now, there's probably something with Jalen Hurts. I'd like to hear that he comes back healthy because it just didn't feel like he was right. But Swift had a great season. The wide receivers had good seasons. Jalen Hurts was mediocre. and But if you took away the name Jalen Hurts, he had a good season. It's just it's Jalen Hurts. So it, it looks like a shitty season. But that defense, I mean, we talked about it week in and week out. There's some serious problems. And that was when a revamped defense, right? They drafted guys. They brought in free agents. That was supposed to be a fixed defense, an improved defense. It was arguably the worst defense in the league. They fixed that. They're they're back up, up top, top 16. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. I think that's such an overreaction. This Eagles team is so talented, so dangerous, and uh, you know I don't give love to Philadelphia. You know, you know I, I'm in the city. The city's awesome. I love the city of Philadelphia. Don't get me wrong, but I don't give love to Philadelphia teams. 
And I, th- I think this team is is really good. Now, the question marks, of course, over Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. I get that. Um, Vic, uh, Vic Fangio coming in. I don't know if I love that, but I love that better than Matt Patricia. That's for sure. He did a really good job, uh, you know, as, as a defensive guy in the past. Not so much with Miami this past season, but, you know, we'll see. I think Fangio is an upgrade from from Patricia. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of disrespect for the Eagles. This could be a team that is vying for the Super Bowl. Uh, shit, you not. All right, I'm going to do these now in batches of five. So 16, the Minnesota Vikings. 17, the New York Jets. 18, the Seattle Seahawks. 19, the Pittsburgh Steelers. 20, the Los Angeles Chargers. Any of those that you feel should go up or down? Um, I think there's a little bit too much. I, I, I That just feels... That just feels weird. Pittsburgh, we don't know who their quarterback is, which, by the way. Apparently Tannehill. Apparently Tannehill. I'll say, you know, we see Drago in the Discord in the Asylum clamoring for Justin Fields, which apparently the Bears have a month to decide if they're going to um, do anything about Fields. But obviously the Jets pick has everything in the world to do with Aaron Rodgers. So they'll go as far as Aaron Rodgers goes. Um, Minnesota, I get it. You know, who are Still the don't know quarterback there. Have no idea who quarterback is there. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I, I. These are these are teams that could fall or could climb. I, I get why they are where they are, and I also get some of the names you're going to say afterwards that are probably worse anyway. <laughs> I mean, Chargers at 20, it's a mystery of a team. They're a very talented team that's just been underperforming for the last, I don't know, 30 years, it seems. And could Harbaugh quickly get this team better and in the playoffs? I think so. I think so. I, I really think that this team is a playoff team and he's walking into a gold mine. He's going to look like a genius and he's not. I get that. He's not. But he's going to look like one because this is a playoff team. I completely agree. I I now that he's not wearing maize and blue, I can actually put a little love on him. But the guy's nothing but a winner. He, I think he's a, a few fries short of a Happy Meal, but a lot of coaches are. Like, it's just, I don't know. But Harbaugh is a winner, and he's a leader. Guys will follow him into war, and I think the Charger fan base and that team has to be really excited about what this, what could happen this upcoming season. All right, next batch of five. 21, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oof. 22, your Las Vegas Raiders. 23, the Denver Broncos. 24, the Chicago Bears. And 25, the Tennessee Titans. So, I mean, we like the Raiders, what they did head coaching-wise. Tough, tough division, of course. But, um, yeah, I think they'll be competitive. The Jaguars, 21. Man, this is a team that fell apart. And I think they did get lapped by some teams in the the South. You know, I think Houston and uh, the Colts. Kind of lapped them, but they got Trevor, Joey, Johnny Lawrence. They got a great head coach. Um, Broncos. Broncos are a fucking mess. I hate the Broncos. The Bears, uh, big question mark there. The Bears look competitive. And then the Titans, tons tons of fucking questions there. But Callahan's the new head coach there. Um, Man, Jags fall from fucking grace. Yeah, I mean, what's that? That's got to be a look in the mirror kind of moment. Like, hey, here here we are in the rankings that we're – we're grouped with these teams, notably, you know, the Bears and the Broncos, two teams going the wrong direction, but I get it. I mean, Broncos, kudos to Sean Payton. 
Like, I, I give that to Sean Payton because that was a team going nowhere fast. And Chicago could easily be so much higher. If they keep fields, if they draft Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm telling you right now, I am planning a fucking flag. The Chicago Bears are going to make the playoffs if that's the team going into next year. All right, let's uh, close this all out. So final seven, really. 26, Washington Commanders. 27, the New England Patriots. 28, the New Orleans Saints. 29, the Atlanta Falcons. 30, the New York Giants. 31, the Arizona Cardinals. And 32, the Carolina Panthers. The team that kind of sticks out to me in this bunch of mess probably be the Arizona Cardinals just because how competitive they were and having maybe uh, a full season of, of their quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray coming back. Um, and they've got a lot of cap space. They've got uh, three picks in the top 35, uh, seven, seven picks in the top 100. I really think that this team could uh, revamp itself very quickly and um, be competitive. So um, it, it all relies on Kyler Murray's focus. The other teams, I, I Carolina, yeah, worst team in the league, absolutely. Bryce Young is, didn't show enough to me um, to, to say that he can take this team to the next level. I think they'll probably fire Canales after, I don't know, six, seven weeks. Uh, Giants, I don't like the Giants. I mean, Saquon Barkley kind of uh, is the, the core of that team. Daniel Jones should come back. The Falcons, lots of question marks there. They got to draft a quarterback there in rebuild mode. Uh, New Orleans Saints, not... Not in love with the Saints with Derek Carr there and, and what's going on there. The Patriots, they're kind of in flux trying to figure out what they're going to do with Mac Jones or not. And the Commanders, they're in rebuild mode. So to me, out of the bottom seven, I'm circling the Cardinals as a potential dark horse to come out of that and be one of the more competitive teams. I think for me, out of those seven, it's the New Orleans Saints. Like they've got talent at every position. Their defense is decent enough. Derek Carr had a decent season. I don't think his, his season was any worse than what he did with the Raiders. They just couldn't really put it all together. It's a winnable division. I think they just got to open up the offense a little more. They got to stop being a 20-point-per-game team and get that thing up to you know, 27, 28 points per game. They're going to have to open up, air it out, and, and get a little bit more explosive. Uh, I, the rest of those teams are right. Full rebuild. Arizona, they could – with their draft picks and their uh, cap space, they could definitely make some moves if they can get anybody to go. I mean, when you have a season like they did and you've got somebody like a, a quarterback, like Kyler Murray, who's kind of got a reputation for not being dedicated or a student of the game, if you will, it might be hard to get free agents or veterans to go down there and, and play. But um, you're right. The opportunity is there with the cap space and, you know, the other thing I don't like is that division. Like they, that that that's a tough division. I mean, even no matter what they do, Seattle's better, the Rams are better, and clearly San Francisco's better. So that that's a tough fight for the Arizona Cardinals. All right, before we break, um, who 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 are the two teams that make the Super Bowl? Pick them now. <sighs> Asterisk. Cincinnati Bengals with a healthy Joe Burrow. San Francisco 49ers make it back. I'm saying the Detroit Lions and the Cincinnati Bengals are my two picks. So we're in agreement on the AFC. I do think the Bengals, this is the year. This is the year that uh, Bengals make it back. And um, I think the Lions, I like the Lions there. So there you go. Those are my picks right now on this February 16th. We'll see how things change. Uh, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. 
And after that, I'm going to find something to bet on. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. We are back with you, possibly never even left you. Six Panther, uh, college basketball, what you got? College basketball, yeah, it's funny. Thanks, Chris, clamor for college basketball, and there's only about a dozen games of that going on. It's like, is today a national holiday? Like, nothing's going on. It's crazy. But uh, I did find four games that I found to be pretty bettable. Let's start with Villanova going to Georgetown. Villanova is going to make the dance. This is a really good team. Georgetown, I'm trying to figure out how they got the wins that they have because they are bad. They are IUPUI, Detroit Mercy bad. Villanova's only given up nine and a half on the road, albeit, but they should absolutely slap the piss out of Georgetown. Uh, give me Villanova for 10 bucks. Yeah, again, I'm not going to be uh, much help in this one uh, in regards to uh, you know giving any. I, I don't follow college basketball, but I can uh, tell you at least uh, where the money in public are coming in, and it seems like uh, the public all over Villanova, the money uh, kind of split. So some sharps coming in on Georgetown plus the ten and a half, and the best I'm going to get you here is minus ten, minus nine and a half. I get you minus nine and a half on Villanova. Uh, so that's the best you're going to get there. All right, next game up, Virginia Commonwealth. VCU is going to St. Louis. I remember I remember St. Louis from many, many years ago. I can't, can't think of his name, but there was a, a really good player that came out of St. Louis, and that was the only reason I remember St. Louis. Fucking life of me. Ex-Chris, help me out. Um, but VCU is the much better team. I, I'm not a big fan of taking road teams, but sadly, the better team is the road team. They're only laying four and a half. I think Virginia Commonwealth can get it done. So give me VCU for ten bucks. Yeah, Larry Hughes. Uh, I feel it was. Yeah, uh, who is it? Who was it? Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes. Wow, that that's going back. Holy shit! I remember Larry Hughes. Wow. Dad, I know money. Also likes Virginia Commonwealth minus the four and a half, and he likes the under the one forty four and a half. There, uh, man. Listen, the money is all over VCU here. Like all over vcu here so this line is getting worse i can still get to the minus four and a half but this is down to minus five and a half in some books as well so uh there you go uh vcu minus four and a half sharp panther all over that one let's see what uh sharps have to say about some action you know you're you're a mac guy in football we have to get you on board it's a basketball 
The Ohio Bobcats are going to Toledo, take on the Rockets. Just like in football, the Rockets are the better team in basketball. They're at home. Six and a half is, is fringe for me. But the Rockets, when they play at home, they seem to be blowing out their opponents. So I, I'm expecting this to be closer to a 10-point game. I'll take the Rockets for 10 bucks. It's a five and a half. I guess you five and a half for uh, Toledo. Row. So no, no, no. It's 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 oh, okay. six and six and a half in most other books, but I can get you uh, five and a half in in a couple of sports books there. They uh, bet MGM uh, has had some favorable lines as of late. Um, I can listen. I can say other sports books names until another sports book gets back to us about an advertising possibility. Just saying, if they come back to us and, and then we might have to just kind of exclusively say their their lines on the show for a while uh, as they pay us. Uh, <laughs> but until then, Bet MGM's got minus five and a half. All right. Last game up for me, probably the game of the day, game of the night. No, it's definitely night because it's out on the West Coast. The New Mexico Lobos are going to San Diego State, take on the Aztecs. Both these teams are going to the dance. New Mexico, part of, I think pretty much all of their losses have been at home, or excuse me, on the road. But as of recent, they've been playing much better on the road. They've won their last two. Now, this is a really, really good team, Max. And they're six and a half point dogs. I don't get it. Like, San Diego State's good, but six and a half points? Are you kidding me? I think you could probably sprinkle a little bit on the money line. But I am going to take New Mexico plus the six and a half for ten bucks. Again, I don't know anything about college basketball, but uh, I agree. Like I'm looking at the line movement here. I'm looking at statistics here. Uh, it seems like New Mexico plus the six and a half is is an absolute great play, for sure. All right, that's going to do it for college basketball for me. Got one hockey game. Let's head over to the ice and see if we're in agreement there. I am betting this one. Are you betting this one? I am betting this one. All right, and let's do this. Let's fi- let's finish out the parlay because I did pick two of your college basketball picks for the parlay. Okay, nice. Well, uh, so let's tell everybody the one game we're talking about. It is the Carolina Hurricanes going to Arizona to take on the Coyotes. I was on the uh, favorable plus line for Arizona last time they played. Not this time. They're playing like dog shit. They've won or they've lost four of their last five. Carolina kind of putting things together for a championship run allegedly but arizona's playing so bad i'd probably take fucking anaheim or the blackhawks against them right now it's chalky 195 three hours ago when i wrote it down give me the hurricanes 10 bucks yeah most sports books have this at minus 205 but once again bet mgm coming in on the clutch minus 190 on the hurricanes there um and uh, Homer saying puck line that bitch. I'll I'll just eat the chalk to minus one ninety. I'm totally agreeing. That's the game I'm betting on today, which means our DJ parlay Sex Panther. We got VCU minus four and a half. I like that play. Um, UNM plus six and a half. Like that play as well. And then Carolina minus one ninety uh, plus four seventy. By the way, if you didn't know, we hit the DJ parlay yesterday. Let's go for two in a row. Panther, take us home. All right, kids. Well, it's time to go home. I'd like to thank everybody for listening live. And uh, now, when you're not listening live, you can just jump in the Discord. Join the asylum. Come on in and shoot the shit with us. 
Call us up by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing tonight, and the rest of the weekend. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.